Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Wellspring Way, Wellspring's own podcast where we chat about all things education. We've had lots of experienced education leaders on the show so far, but today we're going to be getting a bit of a different insight by chatting to someone who's at the very start of her teaching career. Rebecca Corain is an early career teacher, currently teaching Class 3 at Victoria Primary Academy in Leeds. Rebecca changed career after originally starting out working in health and safety. She then worked as an SEN teaching assistant before taking the plunge and completing her teacher training through our Josie Thurkle Institute of Education last year. Rebecca, welcome to the Wellspring Way. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Now, first off, I'd like to know what made you make that move? What made you decide that you wanted to go into teaching? I was working in health and safety and I just found that there wasn't any like give back. It was just like the same thing every day. And I just found that I wasn't really enjoying it. Um, But alongside that, I started my psychology master's and I found the childhood development side of it so interesting. And then I thought, why not take the step? So I started as a special needs teaching assistant and then it just felt like the next step, it just felt right to then go on to my teaching career and I'm loving it so far. Brilliant. So how long were you a TA for? Uh, About, I'd want to say a year and a half. Um, I worked one-to-one with a few children and then I moved on to working like as class-based. And then, yeah, it just felt like the right next step for me, so... I took the plunge. <laughs> and you did your teacher training through um, Wellsprings Josie Thurkle Institute of yeah, Education. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, what made you choose them and, and how was that? I just found that it was a smaller provider. I did look at other ones that were quite bigger and it just felt more personalised, like even the interview process was a lot more personalised and I just found that I've actually gained quite good friends out of it and Katie and Joe, I know I could ring them at any point now and they'd still answer the phone even after finishing the training. So I just feel like it was more personalised and they got to know you individually um, and they were more... Concerned about your like mental health, they were always checking in, is there anything more they could do? And it was just a lovely experience. I really enjoyed it. That's lovely to hear because we hear that, you know, that year of teacher training can be pretty intense. It's hard going. Um, what would you say is perhaps the most challenging part of, of teacher training? I think for me personally, as a mum, I have four children and my son was one when I decided to take the plunge. Um, superwoman. Yeah, he was a bit of a surprise, but I thought I'm going to still go for it. I'm not going to do another year out and I just thought I'll go for it. So I think for me, it was more juggling, being a mum, teach training, doing my PGCE. So at times it did feel a bit overwhelming when I had like my assignments due, but the support around me made it a lot easier. Like the mentors were amazing. Katie and Joe, amazing. Even at Trinity, who um, Josie Thurkle worked through for the PGCE, even they were really supportive. So I just think it was just nice. The whole experience I really did enjoy. It's that thing of having the right team around you, isn't it? hundred percent, You can, you can yeah. do anything if you've got the right people around Definitely. you. Definitely. And my it. mentor was so supportive. She's no longer at Wellspring, but she was here for around seven years. And she was just... A dream but I went to a wedding recently like you do become good friends and I think that was the difference with working in a setting like this and with Josie Thurkle it was just so much more personalized to you and yeah I can't fault it all to be honest I've loved it. So your first term in well just coming up to your first half term teaching class three yeah what's it like kind of with that you know I'm a I'm a a 
teacher now you know I've, I've got a class and I'm a teacher how does it feel at first I still didn't quite believe it I was waiting for John to be like no it's a joke and then I, like I've settled in now the kids are amazing even the support staff I think working within Victoria Primary you have that support around you and all the staff members are so approachable and you can ask like your silly questions that you're not quite sure about and everyone's just been supportive again like I can't fault it I think everyone around you wants you to do well and they want you to it to work and they want to help you and I think that's the difference like we had other ECTs here Elsie was here just a whatsapp away do you know when you know you need that bit of extra support and yeah. it's just been yeah it's been amazing I mean that's that's a good review what would you say is the best thing about about teaching really in general in a general sense I think the children I do think you can see that you're making a difference and I think that's what I was missing in previous job roles where I didn't get that satisfaction whereas here you can see it with the kids like even the children we have a lot of high need here and even those children making the relationships that's what I think makes it all worthwhile like on your long days when you know that you know one of the children you've made a difference and I think here with the demographic of children we have it just feels that bit nicer because it's not easy every day we have high need we have high behavior but at the end of the day you do go home feeling like you've made a difference and I think that is what makes it all worthwhile. Everybody who works in education who we have on and chat to you know they they love what they do. It's it's not really a job, is it? Let's be honest. No. It's more than that. It's it's a it's it, it's a vocation. It becomes it becomes your life, really. Yeah. Um. And I think it's got to be a particular type of person that that really thrives in teaching. How did you know that actually? Yeah. Yeah. Teaching could be right for me. What was it that that made you feel like that? I think at the beginning I didn't know, and I had that like imposter syndrome. Like, can I do this? Am I going to be able to do it? Am I really going to be a teacher? And then I think once I just got into it, it just did come naturally. And I mean, yeah, it's just every day it feels like I'm making a difference. And I just feel like it just feels right. I can't explain it any other way. I just feel like this is what I'm meant to be doing in a school like this as well with these people around me. And I just think it just does feel natural. Do you think that's a big part of it? It's finding the right school for you because... They're all so different, aren't they? And, and you know, that's that sense of fitting in and feeling like there's some kind of um, match, really, between you and the, the kids in the community. A hundred percent. I mean, I've always grown up in this community, so I am quite familiar with the area. And, I mean, some of the children live near me, so I see them at school as well, which is always fun. <laughs> um, really confused. They're like, thought you thought you stayed at school forever. What yeah, are you doing no, out here? You see me at the park with my kids, but I think that is the other natural side of it. Like I went to a Breeze event recently and my kids are playing with the kids here. And it just, I think they see you then as more than just their teacher and it becomes really personalised. And that's the approach here as well with the positive regard. I think that's why I feel like I fit so well in this school because I have the same values around behaviour and how you approach things. So I just think it does just feel nice. I just feel like I fit in and I'm part of furniture now from training here. <laughs> <laughs> so thinking about kind of the future, um, you know, it's, it's early days, but have you got an idea of where you want your teaching career to go? Yeah, I would eventually like to go into the Senko route. Um, okay. With having a master's in psychology, I think it would be really nice to make most of having a teaching degree and a master's in psychology. 
And I do feel like there is scope for that within Wellspring. They're always looking to see how, do you know, that you can better yourself, what you can do. And I've like already talked spoke to John and Helen around like what I'd like to do. And yeah, I just think that would be good to use both at the same time and, you know, yeah. to really make that difference. You can make a difference in the classroom, a huge difference, but also the SENCOs do as well with the HCPs and, you know, observing the children. So I think it would just be a different type of making a difference. But I would like to have a got a few other years first before I stepped into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that get that kind of well-rounded yeah, view of it, of it all. Definitely, yeah. Um, now, I want to ask you a little bit about how on earth you managed four children and training to be a teacher. I mean, that's that's some kind of superpower right there. How, how, how on earth did you manage all that? Um, I'd say good time management, organisation. It's like a military operation in my house in the morning. <laughs> we have everything <laughs> laid out the night before and having a really supportive partner as well. I think without him, I would not have been able to do it. Um, and he sort of took the step back and sort of done the non-traditional role of being like the stay-at-home dad and Brilliant. working part-time. And I've been the one that's sort of gone out and done something for me but I think after having children and especially because I had mine so young I had my first daughter at 17 I was always told you're just going to be a mum and that's okay if that is what you want to do but I just knew personally that was not what I wanted to do I knew I could still do what I wanted to do prior to having children so I think being determined and being a bit stubborn helped because I just knew I wasn't going to get there. A bit of stubbornness <laughs> yeah. helps with absolutely everything. 100%. I feel like that's what did sort of push me to keep going, even on the days where it was hard and I was tired. Um, but I think, again, have, working in such a supportive environment, on those days there's always people around you that will help pull you up or pick up the slack where you might not have been able to do all the printing and stuff. Like, you are a team here. Yeah. And I think that is what makes the difference, having those supportive people around you at home and at work, because not everybody does get that experience. And what do the kids think about mummy being a teacher now? Oh, they love it. <laughs> <laughs> they go into school and be like, well, my mum's a teacher. And I'm like, no, stop. Um, <laughs> but then when they come home with some homework, they're always like, mum, can you help me? So I just feel like I'm teaching at home. And <laughs> you're, just, <laughs> never, you're never off. Never stops, no. <laughs> but yeah, they love it. And I think that's the other nice thing that... You know, the children can proudly say, oh, my mum's a teacher and they're really proud of that. And yeah. I think that does make all your hard work worthwhile as well. Yeah. What are some of the challenges? Because we know it's not easy. Oh, yeah, It's, it's a re- very re- rewarding job, but it's not the easiest in the world. What are some of the challenges that you're you're discovering as kind of an early career teacher? I think just trying to meet all the need in the classroom at one time when sometimes with the current climate and the lack of TAs and funding and things, it can be quite difficult to know that you are meeting all the need. And I mean, I've got quite a high percentage in my class. Um, So it is tricky and it is that just trying to find different ways to work around it. And there is behaviour and it can be challenging and you can be drained from it. But I think having someone that you can speak to at the end of the day and reflect on and say, well, I've tried this and then they're always willing to give you advice and be like, why don't we try this? Or I could come in and help with this. So I think it is just that there's a lot of need, there's a lot of behaviour, there's a lot of time constraints. You're still trying to teach all the curriculum. The kids might not be ready for it yet. Um, But it's just having that support around you and knowing when to ask for help or knowing when to say, do you know, this has happened, what might I do next time? And just being really reflective. I think that's something that's really helped me this year and it's taken a bit of pressure off myself knowing 
I am an ECT and I'm not going to get everything right at all times. Yeah. But as long as I've got the kids' best interests at heart and I know what I'm doing, I think is best for them. I think that's the main thing. And just always being able to reflect or read about something else. I might try this. Observing other practitioners I've found been, has been so helpful. Just getting different ideas that I wouldn't have thought of because I've not been in teaching as long as other people. Yeah. But that's the nice thing around Wellspring. Everybody is willing to let you just come in and watch, which I know it can be awkward at times and you're like, oh God, what are they going to think? <laughs> but everyone has just been so willing to offer advice or let me come in and observe. And I just feel like I'm learning so much and the kids are like learning with me and it's just, it's lovely, yeah. Yeah, we never stop learning, do no, we? No, and I think and that always... is the key thing, yeah, always knowing you can better your practice and, you know, you can do more. And yeah, I mean, I like reading and things anyway, so I'm always teacher Twitter, finding the next <laughs> blog. Um, Brilliant. But yeah, no, I'm finding it, although it is challenging and tiring, I'm finding I've got that support around me, which makes it easier. Yeah. I mean, that's something that Wellspring's always been really, really strong on, I think, yeah. is that um, professional generosity, we call oh, it, don't we, about kind of, yeah. we, share, we share our skills um, and knowledge yeah. um, for the betterment of everybody and that, that works, that does work well. It's good to hear that that's, that's filtering to everybody. Oh yeah, 100%. I found that even on my training year, I knew I could speak to anyone, ask anyone and even like the head teachers, they find time for you and I think that's the nice thing, you know, it's super busy for them but they're still willing to sit down and speak to you if you've got a certain child you want help with or, do you know, if you want to know what I might do about this, they are willing to speak to you and sit down with you and I just think that's the nice thing about working within Wellspring yeah um what would you say to somebody who's perhaps thinking about you know maybe they're not 100% fulfilled in what they're doing right now um and they're thinking oh dare I do it should I should I should I make that move what would you say to them I'd say just go for it I feel like that was me when like obviously Michael was one I was feeling like oh should I shouldn't I and I took the leap and it's been the best thing I've ever done. So I think if you are feeling that way, maybe speak to people, go into local schools, or if you're looking at like a provider like Josie Thurkle, give Katie a ring. She would be happy to speak to you and like speak about any of your concerns. I know when I applied, I applied for the four um, to seven route. So like the more nursery. And then I did a day in nursery and I thought, no, this ain't going to be for me. <laughs> um, so I rang Katie and she was like, don't worry, we can do this, this and this. So I think it is just give it a go and see what happens. And it could be the best thing you've ever done. Yeah. Um, I think so anyway. <laughs> I think and it's that thing that you did, you know, you tried, you tried it as a TA, yeah. didn't you? And got, you got that experience of working in a school and, and knowing a bit more about it. I think that was really helpful, especially working in like a specialist setting. I got to see the high level of behaviour and the high challenge. So when I walked into a more mainstream setting, although there is that need there, I feel like I was prepared for it and yeah. I wasn't worried or anxious around it, which you could be if you've not been in those settings before. So volunteer or go you know, into a local school. I know most schools are willing to have volunteers and things. Give it a try and see what you think. But yeah, 100% go for it. Um, now then... I'm going to do our little quick fire round. Find out a little yeah. bit about your own school days. <laughs> what, what, what was school like for Rebecca? Um, first of all, art or music? Uh, 
did you did you enjoy either one? I wasn't a huge fan of either to be honest. Um but I've found through teacher training I quite like art. Um oh. and I do my drawing club and everything now. So do I found you? Wow. I'm actually quite all right. At it. It's <laughs> um, funny how you find things later on, isn't it? That you you know you perhaps you weren't weren't fond of at school yeah. and then later on you're like, actually I quite like this. I was yeah, and I'm okay at it, I would say. Oh. <laughs> um yeah, definitely. Yep. Um inset day or school trip. Ooh. School trip, I think it's really nice to see the kids out of school and you get to have a different bonding experience with them. We've just gone to Leeds City Museum not long ago and I think it's just nice for the kids to see you out of school and for you to join in and, you know, do a silly game and things with them and I think it does help with that relationship side of things. And what about you when you were at school, school trips for you? Oh, yeah, I'd still say school trip, yeah. yeah. Yeah, quite like them, yeah. Um. Are you more of a team sports or solo challenges? Oh, I think that's a tricky one, actually. I like a bit of both. I do like a good challenge that I have to do myself, but then I have played netball and rugby and things, so I do like a team challenge as well. I think that's a tricky one. (laughs) Um, Were you more carefully planned revision or was it last minute cramming? At school, carefully planned revision. I did like a highlighter and (laughs) make it all look neat. Uh, as a mum of four, I would say probably a bit more cramming now. <laughs> um, biology, chemistry or physics, if you had to choose Ooh. one? I would say chemistry, but at school I did triple science, so I did a bit of each of them. You, you did a bit of more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and we're, finally, we were hands straight up or avoid the teacher's eye when she was asking questions or he was asking questions? Avoid the teacher's eye, I think, yeah. They had to draw it out yeah. of the <laughs> Um and finally, the last question um, that we ask everybody, if I could give you a magic wand um, and you could change anything you wanted about the education system, what would you change? I would give more funding to all schools and to make sure there's a minimum of like two tiers in each class. I think more adults, more money, the amount of change you could actually make would be unbelievable. Um the amount of interventions and things you could have going, I think it would make a difference. Um, so, yeah, I'd say minimum two tiers in all classes. Wow, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? That and more money, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, we, we all know that there's more and more kids presenting with... Um, oh, 100%. Yeah, additional needs. And yeah. I think as teachers, it can be really hard when you've got quite a few needs, you know, you know that you are struggling to meet because of all the other need that's going on and everything else you've got to cram in. So I think having an extra adult, yeah, the difference that would make would be unbelievable. I know some schools, I mean, some classes don't have a TA at all. So having two would be unbelievable yeah, yeah that yeah, would yeah. be my magic wand wish <laughs> i think i think you'd have a lot of lot of um supporters for that one if you um if you went out with that as an idea you never know <laughs> maybe in 10 years time <laughs> thanks so much for joining us rebecca it's been really lovely to kind of get that little bit of an insight into what it's like um when you first start out in this yeah. in the in this world um it's been lovely to hear your story and i am still blown away by the fact that you managed to train to be a teacher whilst looking after four small children that blows blows stubbornness <laughs> um and thanks you to the listener for listening we'll be back soon with another episode of the wellspring way next time we'll be joined by executive principal at springwell leeds mary ruggles she'll be sharing her experience of working in ap discussing the importance of creating a curriculum that engages and inspires. Till then, take care and we hope you can join us next time. <laughs>